4: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
5: It's The Dan Patrick Show brought to you by Mercedes-AMG Driving Performance alongside Rob Parker. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Happy New Year to you. Cannot wait to get to turn the clock over to 2021. You know, all the dumb New Year's jokes even don't even work anymore. Man, I just got used to writing 2020 on my checks. Who writes checks anymore? Nobody writes checks, and
6: uh, I'm with you. I've never been a part, 2020 was supposed to, you know, the whole number, 2020, you know, like it had like this feeling to it. Yeah, it really did. 2020, I just could. I just thought a lot of people got married, wanted to get married on 2020, you know, and all kinds of stuff like that. But what a horrible year. I just, I, I'm ready to turn the page. It hasn't been a good
5: year. I don't know if it's been a ho- I, I, horrible a year. Horrible?
6: To me. Yeah, Horrible.
5: I mean, just you have because your health, right? You're, he- you're healthy?
6: Yes, thank God. Thank Everybody God. around you healthy? Uh, yeah, everybody's pretty good, but, you know, I did lose my like, sister this year. I, I mean, didn't know there's that. Something, Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I did. Okay. I knew Broussard had—
5: Broussard had—his his family's had a bunch of health problems. Yeah. yeah. With it too. They, he lost his father-in-law this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's been some stuff that just— and, and, and Do does, we blame the know, year? Yeah. Like, what, the year's like sitting there like, hey, dude, it's not my fault. This stuff happened to fall on my calendar. No, I get it, but it's just you know, like for, for you. Just think about it. and then you know,
6: I look at Facebook, and I just see don't do the, it. I know. I I just see the stuff, and I'm like, oh my it's god, terrible. it's just no, it's it, terrible. Yeah, it really is, Doug, and it just shakes you up. But I'm 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 an optimistic guy. I really am. I I'm happy about moving forward in 2021, and you know what we got going on at Fox Sports Radio. We have a great team, Greg, Doug. For real, put together and what we're doing, I'm happy about that. I'm happy to be here. I I am, and happy to be doing radio for Fox Sports Radio.
5: Yeah, look, I'm 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 super super excited, super excited for I I, I what I enjoy is that th- there's not a show, and we have a great diversity of shows. And when people say diversity, you ought to like, well, yeah, yeah, it's about people of color and right. men and women. No, like, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah, I like. I just think we have shows from all over the country, with all different perspectives and all different styles, right? Like, if you're listening to Fox Sports Radio, you you know you just listen to Clay Travis and he's got Animal Thunderdome, and right? You're like, wait, what? What into the, the Dan Patrick show? And Dan's an absolute legend, and his way of kind of doing it with all with 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 the the Danettes is unique. And then into uh, into Colin into my show, Straight of Vegas is like the the first. And only like all betting, one-hour, hardcore Vegas show into you and Broussard uh, yelling at each other, which is hilarious. Like I'm sitting right. there just and, crying. And Chris and I, you right.
6: know we, we're friends. And, of course. And of course, we you have you been with for your 25 friends. years. Yes, yes. yes. That's what it's so do.
5: funny. It's it's interesting. So my my son and I last night, so we, he, I, I'm, I'm on this stretch here. He's kicking my ass at Madden. I mean, it's really bad. Like, wow. I'm, he is, Yeah, well, it, it started by I was, I kind of you know with with 2K he was never very good at it and so I let him take the Lakers and I would take bad teams and he started crushing me with these bad teams. So I was like <laughs> all right, I'll play the Warriors as the Warriors and I beat him as the Warriors and and 2K is different now than it was when I last was kind of into it. Been a couple of years since I really kind of got into it. So it 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 took me a while, but my my point was more um then we get to Madden and I'd always destroyed him in Madden and he's back there, you know, when he's, he's got school at home, you know, when he's got t- time, he's on the video games, he's playing it. I mean, he's destroyed me, like turn off the game at halftime bad. So we're talking trash to each other last night. And I was like, look, this is how it, like with your friends, you're going to talk like, that's how dudes, right, that's right. My friends, that's how we roll. But some like they're, people, they're, you know, like,
6: they're like, oh, my God, they're going at it. And, and we'll go at it on topics because we're both passionate. We've both been doing this a long time. I met Chris Broussard at the National Association of Black Journalists Convention in 1992. Guess who else I met there? Stephen A., who was Steve Smith back then in 1992. I met those guys. That's how long of a tie, you know what I mean, that I've had with these mm-hmm. guys. Uh, and And to work with Chris— of the last two and a half years has been great it's just been fun Uh,
5: this is the dan patrick show on fox sports radio Who, who who are the best quarterbacks in the nfl
6: uh you know patrick mahomes aaron Rodgers. um who else uh josh allen's played great this year um, I'm just mm-hmm. off the top of my head, so I know I'm gonna miss people, and people are gonna say, "What about this guy? What about that guy?" I, I know you're uh, not you're not big on,
5: you're not big on Tom Brady at this point, in time in his career. Fair? No,
6: I mean, it, it, there's a reason he didn't make the Pro Bowl with all the weapons that they have, and even the stats that they put up. You, you will admit that it's been kind of inconsistent, and he didn't play that well against some of the better teams. That's why uh, I, 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 I would agree.
5: I, I would agree. I would say that if we were, if we were it, like. My thing with the Tom Brady in Tampa is I think it's a bad fit. It's a bad fit uh, in considering his style the last 10 years, but it's especially a bad fit when you're 43 and now you're going to be asked to throw the ball deep downfield, which is something he hasn't done since he had Randy Moss, right? Exactly. And I, and I think he's been working through that and trying to fix that, and it has gotten better. Um, but uh, like, look, if we go we go through it. Are you an Aaron Rodgers or a Pat Mahomes or a, uh, or a, or a Josh Allen guy for MVP? I, I,
6: I think it's Aaron Rodgers. And I, when I look at what he was able to accomplish, first of all, he leads in touchdowns, fewest interceptions, uh, quarterback rating. And, and the other thing, too, three games without Devontae Adams, three games without Aaron Jones, he doesn't have nearly the weapons that Patrick Mahomes has. And to put up the numbers. And then when I saw what he did against the Titans, right? Everybody said, that's the team the Packers can't beat. They run the football, blah, 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 blah. They they kicked them in the face. It was 40 to 14, playing up in Green Bay. Aaron made it look easy, even in the snow, Doug. I've watched football for a long time. Started covering the league back in 1986 um, at the Daily News in New York. I covered the Giants and Jets. And I'm going to tell you. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen. I'm not talking about most accomplished. Just yes. throwing the football and being able yes. to maneuver. Am I right, Doug? You've watched him. I mean, I've never seen anybody. Well, no, I I I've,
5: I've, I've, I've long I've long said that, right? And then when Brady won his last Super Bowl, I was like, "Man, here's the thing, and is at the end of the day, we keep score in sports because that's what really matters." Right that's what really matters is, is 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 what the score is when you play to win and you know what i always uh, say my
6: my famous saying is sports
5: has a short menu wins and losses Doug. that's all there is okay so with that in mind how much of a how big of a factor is wins and losses in your mind in determining how good a quarterback is
6: i think it has something to do with it because i get it some teams are are in a situation where defenses aren't as good or they don't have the best coach and game plan. So I get there's a lot of things. I think quarterbacks get too much credit uh, when they when teams win and too much blame when they lose. And there's a, a whole lot of stuff, you know this, that goes into football. But winning is important. And at some point, it's like the Matthew Stafford thing in Detroit. I mean, let's just be honest. He was the number one pick. He has a big arm, Doug, Right. Uh, he's put up unbelievable he's put up Hall of Fame stats. He has. I call him stat Padford because most of the stats come after the Lions are down twenty-one nothing and defense is relaxed and, and he piles up these numbers. But he, he's beaten like six or seven teams that finished over five hundred in a twelve year stretch and they have no playoff wins and this guy was the first overall pick. People say, Oh, they don't have they don't have any players in Detroit. Well, uh Calvin Johnson played in Detroit and Damon Sue played in Detroit. I can go on and on and on. Uh, okay, okay, and when but, you look at me- Stafford, I'm just saying he hadn't gotten the job
5: done. Okay. That, that that's that's fair, right? Here here's here, here would be my pushback. Do, do we think that Stafford has as a well-run organization?
6: No, not at all.
5: Not at all. Okay. Okay. Now, Matt Stafford before he got there, right? In the uh, three seasons before he got there, they won zero, two, and six games. He gets there, and they win, and he becomes a starter in 2011, and they win 10 games, and they lose in the wild card. The next year was the year they won four games, and that was the year Calvin Johnson had the record-setting year, right? Yep. They hadn't been—he's been the been playoffs three times, and I will grant you he's lost all three times, okay? Okay but they hadn't been in the playoffs in a decade before he got there. So while there's, I it's inarguable that he hasn't been what Rodgers has been, what, I mean, I, I, I says like Andrew Luck had Chuck Pagano, who was way over his head as a coach. We all kind of, we all know that. And, and he had Ryan Grigson, who's widely considered, if not the worst, and worst general manager in the history of the sport. He's in the conversation and his worst year was like nine and seven. Right. So, so what I said the other day is like, look, we, we, we talk about Deshaun Watson at times as if he's one of these top five dudes. And I love Deshaun Watson. I think he's tough. I think he's smart. I, I, I love, I love the persona. I love what he did at Clemson. You know, he got cleated in the eye once last year, and still made a touchdown pass. He had a, a lung that had been uh, what's it called when not, when you have your lung deflated when uh, and collapsed lung, and he had yep. to take a van to Jacksonville. Right. All that said, all that said, like we we put him in this uber elite class, and he makes uber elite money, and he was surrounded with all kinds of dudes, and we freaked out over the DeAndre Hopkins trade, which I wouldn't have made but I understand why it was made in in large part so you could pay Deshaun Watson, right? And their franchise is almost exactly the same as it was before he got there. And the four years before he got there, they were 28 and 31. He has vir- the, the franchise has virtually the same record. The franchise, the four years before he got there, was one and two in the playoffs, and they're one and two in the playoffs since he got there. So you tell me, as opposed to Rodgers and Breeze, and Brady, and uh, you know, you, you pick you pick the Hall of Fame caliber quarterback, which is what top five guys are. And <coughs> there's a when they're when they're there, there's a dramatic difference in the franchise than before they're there.
6: No, I get it. At some point, you have to ante up. I I, I agree with that. I I can't sit here. It's not that he's not a dynamic player. He hasn't he hasn't been able to elevate or or move it forward. And and that is exactly the same thing. Just to get back to Stafford for a minute. Yes. You, you know, you talk about there were moments, Doug, and I don't know if you remember this, where Green Bay came to Detroit for the last game of the season or maybe the next to last, and all the Lions had to do was beat the Packers. They had a good team that year, a few years back, beat the Packers at home, they would have gotten won the division, which they've never done and they would have gotten a bye to start the playoffs and ha- had a home playoff game, right? They would have had a home playoff game. And 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 they get demolished, you know what I mean? Like in that moment, there were moments, even when they lost to the Cowboys in the playoffs. Yes, there was a bad call in that game. Stafford gets the ball back with two and a half minutes to go and two timeouts. There's your moment, Doug. You know, you can look at the bad general manager, the bad players, the bad you know, the, the bad history, one playoff win since 1957. You can look at all of that. Matthew Stafford had a chance right there to change the franchise, to make something happen that hadn't happened. And in both of those situations,
5: it didn't happen. He didn't do it. So that's okay, what so I look at at people. So now this does go counter, though, to your Tom Brady argument right because tom brady you can say whatever you want to say about a drop ball or or a catch whatever but the dude has been to nine super yes. bowls nine. But the only thing dog he won I'll push six back. of them he had an the undefeated fir- regular season i i, the I don't fir- the first the first super bowl how
6: the first super bowl that they won wasn't it about him how many touchdowns Okay. was okay. so i I was there. I was it watching. wasn't. He I threw remember.
5: one touchdown in the entire postseason he, he, he that did have year. A big, he did that have was a big about, drive at the end of that game. But, yes, I, I'm, I'm with you. That was, if, for people who've forgotten, that was the first time that a team was introduced as a team. Forever it had been. You get to the Super Bowl, and they introduce these offensive linemen and yes. defensive linemen you'd never heard of before, right? So they introduced the, the St. Louis Rams, who are the greatest show on turf. And they introduced, you know, an unbelievable Kurt team. They were double and digit, Isaac Bruce. right Favorites and Marshall Falk. And I mean, we even knew their left tackle more yes. than we knew most of the that guys. It was un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. And and what the Patriots do? And now the New England Patriots, like what? And they all come running out. It was about their team. And yes, they hid him, right? They they shield it was a lot like Russell Wilson early in his career, where Russell right, Wilson early on. would would Okay, so but like, dude, we're both saying that at the end of the day, it's about rising the level of everyone around you and finding a way to win games. That is, and that has always been my thing with Aaron Rodgers. Like, look, I think Aaron Rodgers is incredible. I've never seen anyone do what he can do. And he does it every different way in which you need. He can do it with his mind. He's done it clutch. He's done it on the road. He's done it in bad weather. He's done it in good weather. He's done it with good players, mostly with. Average players at wide receiver. He's not just a statue back there. He can throw on the run. He can run for a first down, like he does it. He's played hurt. Hell, they should have beat the Seahawks. He had a torn calf, and if not for the fact that the team uh, simply couldn't field an onside kick, and there's some miracles. Right, stuff, it was a, they.
6: It was that tight end, Jordy Nelson, was right behind him. They told him on that kick, Jordy Nelson. Yes, right. Yes. He wasn't supposed to catch the ball. He put his hand up. And, and gave, coughed up the football. That was this Super Bowl they were supposed to go to, no doubt.
5: Right, but you're, you're agreeing. Here's my problem, though. I like congruent arguments. You're agreeing with me on some level on Deshaun Watson, who we both think is super talented, but it's not translating into the wins that it, it should, regardless of all the other factors going into it. Um, right. And this, the same thing about Stafford, but why won't you then credit Tom Brady for being the winningest quarterback of all time? I give him, as far as when it comes
6: to accolades, but when I look at that uh, Patriots team, Doug, the first three Super Bowls were about Adam Venatieri, who had the greatest kicker they've ever seen in the NFL, and their defense. And you talked about it with the greatest show on turf that at, that scored 13 points in that Super Bowl. And then if you, okay, so those are the first three Super Bowls, which were more about... Adam Venatieri, and about Bill Belichick's defense. And when you look at the last three, I I see total meltdowns. And it doesn't mean that Tom Brady didn't do what he was supposed to do when the door was open. But, Doug, you're at the one-yard line. You're Seattle with the best running back in the league and two downs to get in. Uh, um, a beast
5: mode had over 100 yards in that Super Bowl. But hold hold on, but you're 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 dismissing the fact that on the very previous drive, Brady had led his team down the field to score to take the lead, right? No, I'm not not discounting that. I'm not discounting that, but I'm saying, and
6: Atlanta's
5: up twenty-eight to three. Yes. They run the ball. I'm not even a football. He, and he coach. was and he was terrible. And he was terrible the first two and a half quarters. But they're yes. down twenty-eight to three. He got the ball and they started scoring against a really good ath- athletic Atlanta defense that had gotten after him. Right, like uh, the last things things Super Bowl. The last Super Bowl against the Rams. How many touchdowns
6: did Tom Brady have in that Super Bowl?
5: One more than than no, he opponent.
6: had zero. He didn't have a, he didn't have a touchdown. Who cares? They won the game. Like, who no, cares? I, I, they won the game. We he keep had, he score. had an interception and a fumble. I get it, but I'm just telling you, Tom Brady gets all the credit. They stopped the Rams team that was averaging 35 points a game. It was the fifth greatest offense in the history of the NFL, and Bill Belichick's defense stopped that Rams team. That's why they won that Super Bowl. It wasn't because of
5: Tom Brady. All right, listen. I, I I I'm with you in regards to people com- massively undervalue Belichick coaching, what he's been able to do. But uh, let, here's what we'll do: Sean Merriman's going to join us next. Lights Out will join us next. We'll we'll ask we'll ask him, like a- at some point. You got it. I mean, nine Super Bowls.
6: No, I'm not. I didn't say that. All I'm saying is, I'd rather called him the luckiest quarterback of
5: all time. The The
6: luckiest of
5: all time. More so than the goat. That's all. He's he's Rob Parker. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Sean Merriman joins us next in the Dan Patrick Show.
2: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine to noon Eastern, or six to nine Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a
7: new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
5: And uh, this is, it's always fun for me to have Lights Out, Sean Merriman on because now he's a great dude. He's got diverse interests. There's always something unique about him, right? Like, like, like Rob, where are, where are you? The, like, let's, let's give away some Inside the Beltway secrets. Where are you uh, right now?
6: I'm in my living room in West L.A.
5: Okay, I'm in my, I'm in my bedroom in Newport Beach. Sean Merriman, where are you?
4: Guadalajara. <laughs> why why
5: are you in Guadalajara? Guadalajara?
4: Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought I'd get out for a little bit. I got some friends in town, just uh maybe grab some dinner, then head out to uh Cancun right after. So uh um, oh, wow. Enjoying enjoying this little bit of free time I have.
5: What what is it what is it like in Guadalajara? Right now. Uh shut down. <laughs> No,
4: oh, is all... you know what? It's fine. It's just uh, for me. It's about you know. Whenever I get free time, I have to have a change, change of scenery, right? Because we've all been locked down, been in Los Angeles for months,
1: right. and
4: you know it's the same routine. It's wake up, gym, work, home. You know it's the same routine. So for me, in order to keep any kind of sanity that I have left, I, I always uh, go for a change of scenery.
6: I'm with you. I've been going to Vegas just even for one night. Just to get a change of scenery from LA and it's not too far, you know, and whatnot. But uh Sean, where, so so are you a world traveler? Where's the best place you've been? Just curious. Uh, you know
4: what? My my favorite place in the world is probably south of south of France. Um I I love, you know, San Juan Pay a whole lot, man. I've been there probably about seven or eight times and uh I just really enjoy going out there. I love the weather, especially when they got big uh events and um, you got the big Formula One races that's out there. And it's, you know, the World Music Awards I've been to, you know, three times. So it's, you know, it's always a good time out there.
5: Best place you've ever been, Rob Parker?
6: I, I, you know what? I, I've been, well, the Antarctica trip was fascinating, but it's Australia. When you get off the plane in Australia, you feel like you're in another world. It is, the, it's a, you know, it's a 14-hour nonstop flight from Los Angeles and you feel literally you know they you know call it down under but you feel like you're in another world you're so far away from everything and it's 14 hours over nothing but water to get there it's incredible and i'm going to i'm planning a trip for next december to go again because the first time i went which was back in the 90s i didn't get to go to the west coast perth and that part of australia so i'm going to go back and then go to the west coast and check that out but anyway okay, that, so, by the way that's on my left
4: next. yeah oh australia
6: you gotta do, gotta do it gotta do it
5: Aust- australia is is okay so but i guess here's a question and we will get to sports but this is way we will, more yes. <laughs> this is way more interesting to me how much time do you take off work to do that when, when i go coming up yeah
6: I, i'll take off i'll only go for uh nine days I'll just go, you know, with two weekends wrapped around the uh, the week off. That's all I'll I'll need to go. I'll just I, I'll rough it out. I don't need two or three weeks to go um, to make a trip like that. Even Antarctica was was only like uh, a six day trip or something like that. That's what it was, or about a week. That's that's all. That's all I need. I, I'm not trying to go for three weeks and all that and experience everything. I just want to go and see as much as i can while i'm alive so that's that's the mode i'm in i
5: saw so many things in my my 20s playing basketball and i literally haven't traveled much since and i got I, like I, I think i think travel is going to explode the second people get the vaccine don't, don't yep. you guys like this the second the second you get a chance to say go like i'm off it, it'll be it remind me of I, I, um one time in high school Okay, I, I, uh, my college basketball coach, John McLeod's like, you should go run track, keep that speed up. So I went to run track after my high school senior season and I ran the 220, right? And I remember being at the curve of the 220 and I was in first and I was like, I'm out, I'm going, I'm going. And then all of a sudden I get, uh, I get to the home stretch and dude's boat raced me. But the point was <laughs> that when that gun went off, I took off like a shot. And that's exactly, I mean, Sean, that's what you're going to do, right? The first second, cha- uh, first chance to... somebody says, you can go to France, you're, you're off, aren't you?
4: Oh, yeah. You know, and I think everybody should, right? Because you always take that that stuff for granted until they tell you you have to stay at home. <laughs> you know? Uh, you, don't, you, you know it's there. It's almost like you, you know, I'm not a beach person, right? Um, yeah, I, love, I go to the beach once in a while. Uh, yeah, I'll stay maybe 25 or 30 minutes from there. I live, and I'll probably go to the beach a couple times a year. But all of a sudden, they tell you, "Hey, by the way, you got to stay home," and you're like, "Damn, I wish I could go to the beach right now." Right. right. So I think that's where I think that's what's going to happen with everybody. And I know me for sure. Every time I get a chance to go and travel, I'm out. Uh, but I think now more than ever, uh, now that people were forced to stay home and they can't do certain things, you're right, man. I think they're going to take off and be gone.
5: All right. Let's let, let's get to the the other reason we're having you on is is the NFL. Um, Having played in the league and played at such a high level in the league, how much should we factor in wins and losses and put on the quarterback's shoulders?
4: Well, you know, this is the thing. You know, it's such a quarterback driven league now. It wasn't always like that in the past, right? Um, expect, even the times I played, you could have some great quarterbacks, but they didn't run the whole entire team. Now, in the way that the game's changed over the last 10 years, um, you, you really start to got look at uh, the wins and losses being only on the quarterback's shoulders because they control everything. And they have so much power within, like some of these great quarterbacks, Patrick, let's take Patrick Mahomes, for example. He has so much power within the organization um, that he controls it, right? I mean, he's the CEO of that organization. So the reason why I say it, you take the wins and losses on the quarterback's shoulders because if, if a wide receiver is uh, not playing well, he's dropping balls, he's not running this routes right, he's not doing certain things, you go upstairs. You say, "Hey, I don't want this guy here, or he shouldn't be starting." And guess what? That guy's not going to be starting. So you have to, you know, take everything with a grain of salt now and put more more responsibility and more pressure on the quarterback because it really relies on how he plays and what he does.
6: Sean, how how uh, surprised are you that speaking of Patrick Mahomes, that it appears Aaron Rodgers will win the uh, MVP? And the year that he put together, he still has one more game, 44 touchdowns, only five interceptions, and the best quarterback rating. How surprised are you that that uh, he looks like he beat out Mahomes for MVP?
4: Not surprised at all. And I think the only people surprised uh, is the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> you know, like, oh, right. you go out and you draft a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers had all the motivation this year to play extremely well. And – I love it when uh, when a player has the ball in his court, right? Um, because you go out, you draft the guy, you basically telling Aaron Rodgers, like, hey, we're planning on moving on from you at some point, and now you go out and have the, one of the best years of his career. And I love that because now he can go to organization and say, you know what, I'm out or else. So now he calls all the shots, he dictates his own future. If he wants to stay there, if he wants to go, however he wants to happen, um, because that's the message you send when you go out and you draft a quarterback as high as they did um, to eventually replace Aaron Rodgers well before he's, his time is even up.
6: Yeah, One, like, Doug, I'm gonna, I, Doug, I want to I just follow up real quick. How crazy is it to both of you guys that they've never drafted a skilled player in the first round during Aaron Rodgers' entire career in Green Bay? How, how crazy is that?
4: It, it, it's beyond crazy to me because – Look at the year, and don't get me wrong, to me I think Devontae Adams is probably top two or three uh, wide receivers in the National Football League. So he you know, he came on as doing extraordinary things. But you didn't really give Aaron Rodgers a whole lot early on. I mean, he went out and got, um, you know, uh, you know Mar- uh, Mar- Mercedes Lewis. And they put a couple other pieces. But you didn't go out and get Antonio Brown. You didn't go out and get a big stud and say, hey, Aaron Rodgers, we're going to help you out some. Uh, you're talking about a guy who continuously – uh, does things himself, and he's been doing it in that organization for so long, and that's why, and I want to bring it back to the point when I said, that's why I'm even more baffled that they go out and draft a guy that's behind him. you got all these other positions to fill, and you go out and draft the guy, and now he's had his best year, and, and now they're going to have a problem on their hands going forward uh, regardless of how Aaron Rodgers said it publicly. They're going to have a problem going forward because they're going to have to make some real decisions.
5: I, I, I could not disagree with you guys more couldn't disagree with you guys more like look Aaron Rodgers is 37 years old Jordan Love is everyone knows he's a he's a prospect he's a project he's a two years away and in two years I mean it's reasonable to think that Aaron Rodgers is might not be the same quarterback and you have to prepare for that day especially if you're drafting in the 20 when you have Aaron Rodgers you're never going to be drafting in the top 15 okay you're just not Okay, so you're not going to get you'd have to move heaven and earth to move up to get a quarterback in the draft. And like, look, Jordan Love is not what Aaron Rodgers was as a prospect, but this is how it worked, where they went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, maybe to Jordan Love. And if it doesn't work, if Jordan Love isn't any good, as long as he never plays, nobody's ever going to know. And he'll retain some of that value. And like we can sit here and go, we don't love their wide receivers, or they need who they need to add. They won 13 games last year. They are going to win 13 games this year. They're going to have home field advantage throughout, and they believe in their evaluation, right? Like, look, there's no, but a reason. Doug, but Doug, what? the other, the other, I hear
6: that. The only thing is, they got to the NFC Championship game last year and yes. got
5: annihilated. Agreed. So my only point is, yeah, should sure, they have I, I they get taken, it. A def- taken a defensive player because they couldn't stop the run? It's fair. Yeah, fa- absolutely that, That's the only fair. thing okay, so, that could help so you Aaron Rodgers this you year. You don't think you don't think they had? And then they just picked up. I know it's very late. They just picked up Snacks, snacks Harrison, right. you know. To uh, and all he's got it. And it's just, can he stop the run in that one game? Which, by the way, against the Tennessee Titans, the team that runs the football, they showed they can stop the run this past weekend. They kept I, Derrick Henry under a hundred yards for the first time in nine road games. Right? right, and I mean, and look, they they drafted AJ Dillon in the second round. People are like, yeah. why are you drafting a running back in the second round? Well, it's because. One, look at how well he played this weekend. Two, Aaron Jones' contract is up. He signed with Drew Rosenhaus. He wants to get paid. And everyone who covers the sport knows what you don't want to do is that big long-term second running back contract or let somebody else pay that. And if he doesn't want to play ball and take a reasonable salary. So I think the Packers are setting themselves up to be uh, competitive for the next 10 years, not just for one year. And, oh, yeah, Yeah, by the the way, during this one year, they're the best team in the the NFC.
4: Yeah, but I, I think you're speaking from the organization standpoint. But yes. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I understand that part, but I'm also telling you that as a player, yes, as a player, you, you know you don't draft a guy that high. Now they seen a guy that's fifth, the sixth, or seventh round, and you think he got to, uh, some talent. Maybe Aaron Rodgers go down, he can step into him and do something. That's fine. But you brought him in to say, you know what? We are going to be done with you soon right? I mean, if they want to sit a guy one or two years and they know he's going to come in and be a starter in one or two years because he has the talent to do so and you know your starting quarterback can't get it done, I understand completely from the organization standpoint. But to do what they did and expect Aaron Rodgers to go out there and and play miraculously every single time, he's going to have a lot of pull and a lot of, uh, uh power here coming up here surely and the organizations are going to have to make a decision because that doesn't sit well with players. Is, and I, not just players but anybody. if, if someone I, comes I, in your I, position I, in your job.
2: Sean, and they, power but Sean, Sean else, they had just given him a
5: like look, there there's no there's no getting rid of him for the next two years, right? Like Aaron Rodgers is he has two more years where Financially, it would cripple the franchise. They're not getting rid of him. He knows it, right? So I, I understand that on some level you could sit but there dad, and go. Are
4: you going to sit a guy for
5: four, who, 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 who drafts you on that high to sit him for four years? No one does that. For three years. That's yeah, exactly no what the Green Bay Packers did. That's exactly what the Green Bay Packers did with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but
6: they, but they, didn't, they didn't move up. Like, like My only thing is they didn't move up to go get a quarterback at that point. Aaron Rodgers fell in their lap. And here's the other part. You you, you so did just Jordan went Love. to the you just, you went fourth to the,
5: round pick.
6: But you just went to the NFC championship game. Yes. My point is it's great that you've had Aaron Rodgers. It's great that he's gonna have three MVPs. It's great that you won the NFC North all these times, but the Packers with Aaron Rodgers should have won more than one Super Bowl. Okay, but we they, can't listen. We can't right, go back. And, and, we can't go. We can't go back to what they right, did. Right. So, so do. I don't care about three years from now. Uh, they uh, should have been thinking about. We have
5: Aaron Rodgers, wait, but wait, we still wait. have a chance. You do have a chance, and you look. A, a, a lot of people went crazy. You draft a wide receiver. Okay, the first thing is, all the all the first round wide receivers were gone at that point in time. And by the way, 16 up until this year, and this year was a historically good wide receiver draft over the previous four years, the 19 first round draft picks that were drafted in the first round, 16 of them were busts. It's a really hard position because it's so different in the NFL than these spread offenses. Okay. Secondly, if you want to tell me that they were close last year, I agree with you and they had to get better. I agree with you. They have gotten better. And, and people go, you should draft a wide receiver. If you draft a wide receiver, that hurts the development of Marcus Valdez-Scantling and of some of these other guys who have developed. And those guys have gotten better. And the team is, they're the best team in the NFC. I don't know what people want, right? They're the best yeah, yeah, team in the but, but NFC, no, and they, protected, they, they, got, they, 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 they protect stuff. Watch the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Okay, look at Ben Roethlisberger. Look, I know he played really well Sunday. But what has everybody said? Man, Ben Roethlisberger looks shot. looks shot. And you know what the Green Bay Packers don't want to be? They don't want to be the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, where at some point in time, Aaron Rodgers is going to lose it, and you want to have a guy there who's been studying, been preparing, who you can throw in, and there won't be this massive drop-off. That's what happened in New England when they drafted Garoppolo, and, at some, and, and this is to Sean, to your point, where Brady went in and goes, hey man, him or me, and they sent Garoppolo packing, which could very well happen with Jordan Love. But again, the plan was smart, and that's what the Packers are executing.
4: But but Doug, one one thing one thing about this who can't get better when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback? I, I just it, you're talking about uh, bust and and these other which one of these busts, uh, a wide receivers that was drafted had Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback? I, I just feel like over the last decade or so, you know they they they've been relying on Aaron Rodgers so much to be Aaron Rodgers to go out and do things on his own uh, that they're willing to, to risk and sacrifice do anything bigger for the organization because everything is on him. Like I said, if they wanted to draft a guy in the 56th round or, third, round, you know, later on, and like, like Rob just said, fell in his lap, no problem. I understand. Right. But you do the things you're doing, you're saying that, hey, you fix this. Play. And, and mind you, the re- one of the main reasons why they drafted Aaron Rodgers is because he kept getting hurt. He kept having these injuries, you know, back-to-back. It was, he never really finished the season healthy. That's one of the main factors they did it. So they basically said, hey, these injuries keep piling up or whatever is going on, we're going to have a guy here to replace you. It backfired on them. And I'm not saying it backfired on them in a way of them winning. Obviously, they're a great team, but it's going to backfire on them at the end of the day.
5: Sean, enjoy Guadalajara. Yes. Happy Happy New New Year. Year. By the way, everybody should download. Happy New Year.
4: Happy New Year to everybody out there. Stay safe. Uh, Don't drink and drive, man. Be responsible.
5: Yeah, and download the Lights Out podcast. It is excellent, and uh, oh, Sean no. has Sean, Sean knows so many more, so many people, not just from the MMA world, but from the, the clothing design world. I mean, the dude is a world traveler. It's outstanding. I wouldn't mess
6: with that guy. He's in the bare knuckle fighting. Can you yeah, imagine that? that, that that's the guy. That's that's the guy
5: <laughs> that you go. Uh, I'm I'm with Sean. He's with me. I'm you. with Sean. We're, I'm we're hanging good. out with Sean, right. Sean Merriman. Uh, happy New Year to you Sean. Sean Merriman joining us live from Guadalajara. That's 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 my first guest from Guadalajara I've ever had. That's Very nice. That's uh I can't remember the last time I went on the long line to Guadalajara. All right, coming up next, Rob Parker. Uh, I'm 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 Doug Gottlieb. Um It's a win and in weekend for several teams in the NFL. Who's going to be on the outside looking in? Find out next in the Dan Patrick Show.
7: Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession.
2: But the problem is that that paperwork,
7: as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker, in for Dan, the Danettes, the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, Rob, who's making the playoffs in the NFL? Let's just we – could, we could do the whole setup of games. Who's yes. making it and who's not making it? I don't know. I, can the Browns turn into the Browns and
6: blow this uh, with no Roethlisberger? They're nine-and-a-half-point favorites. They're playing at home. This should be a layup. Are they, are they going to turn into the Browns? or Are they going to win this, Doug? I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about it because they should have beat the Jets and they had that awful game that put them in this spot. And can you imagine the Browns winning 10 games, right, and not making the playoffs because they lost uh, the last two?
5: Yes, I can imagine it. I mean, like, look, they've been outscored by their opponents this year. There's a lot of that. – they've they've had some things a that lot go of bump in the out. night. I, I do think that, uh, that the most interesting part is they're going against a Pittsburgh team and Mason Rudolph, who – uh, you know, got into it with Miles Garrett last year, of course. And, and Miles Garrett said he dropped an N bomb. No one else heard it. Uh, I, I and I just like one. If I'm Mason Rudolph, like there's no, I I cannot imagine how furious he would be. How much he wants to win this game. And look, I know Mason Rudolph. I think he's a really good dude. I don't think he's a particularly good NFL quarterback. And he's not it, one of the things that's always held him back is he doesn't have big hands. He doesn't play well in bad weather. I'm just fascinated by this game because I do think the Browns are actually a pretty good football team, especially in the offensive side of the ball. But I'm, I'm, you know, like you got to, you got to wonder how this thing plays out. And then you have the Rams Niners where What's a guy the named, other, go ahead. Isn't is the, the Rams and I mean, Rams I and the, the Cardinals. And, and Rams Cardinals and Cardinals.
6: Right. Okay. That's go ahead. You threw me off. Rams well, and, and you
5: have the Rams are going to start They're They're not going to have Cooper Cup. And they're not going to add Jared Goff. They're going to start John Wofford, who who, so he led the AAF. What Remember is the, that A F A F F? What was that? What is that? That that was the uh, <laughs> American American Football Alliance, right? It was the uh, American Alliance of Football, whatever it was called. It was the Spring right. League, and he was, and he's uh, really he's a he's a yeah athletic within the confines of the pocket, but like this is a Sean McVay special. McVay has never lost his coach to the Cardinals um, regardless of who the, the coach is of the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is going to play well banged up and they're not going to have their best wide receiver or their quarterback, the Rams. But like, if you ask Rams fans, the number one thing that holds them back is their quarterback. So I, that thing's going to be interesting.
6: How, how about Kyler Murray? What happened, Doug, after he threw the hail Murray and everybody was going crazy, right? They beat Buffalo and even Cliff Kingsbury was like, oh yeah, they should start alternating the MVP award between Kyler Murray. Do you remember that? And Patrick yeah. Mahomes every other year. And I was like, okay, that's a uh, prisoner of the moment. And then all of a sudden they, they figured out Kyler Murray. I mean, like he was well, supposedly this- banged,
5: supposedly he banged up his shoulder in that game. Right. Or maybe it was the next he He banged up his shoulder. Okay. Uh, the defense is not very, and look, they should have lost that game. Part of it is they should have lost that game. Right. Um, but, you know, they, they and, and you look at their wins, they, the miracle win over Buffalo was great. But since then, the only other two wins are giants and, and Philadelphia and yep. you beat in Philadelphia you know, neither of those teams are good. Although one could go to the playoffs. They lose last week to San Francisco, who again, playing with a backup quarterback, what's happened? Like I just regression toward the mean. And, uh, I, I like, again, I, I think, I think the Rams win this game. I just Do, do. you really? Yeah. Wow.
6: Yeah. That that would be a blow, to Cliff Kingsbury and and Kyler Murray, that some guys walking off the street. I know he was in that league or whatever. That that league was amazing. They had so many big names attached to that, and they almost didn't make payroll.
5: Doug, the second week, do you remember that? Well, it's because it's just it's really really hard. Like football works in football's window, basketball works in basketball's yep, window. I agree with you. It's just like there's there's a reason. There's a reason that the NBA wanted to get this thing done before you get to summer. It doesn't matter how good the playoff games are. Once you get to August, especially this August, everybody's going to travel. And even last August, you know, people just didn't watch. They're just not watching basketball. That's not what they do. Because right, so. it's not
6: natural. It's not what they're used to doing. I, I agree with that. I think the NBA thought, you remember they Excuse me. even thought about moving the season And, oh, there's nothing going on in
5: the summer. They could play in the summer. I don't think that they're talking about that anymore. No, they're not. Okay, so who? next hour we'll discuss. We'll give our picks on, uh, on the games, on what happens between Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Speaking of the NBA, is it unwatchable? The blowouts would tell you so. We discuss next on The Dan Patrick Show.
2: Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app.
0: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira.
2: The wait is over, guys. All
3: Stars
1: 4 is